This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. I'm Sue Matters. The mission of the Jefferson County Education Service District is to provide support services to component school districts in order to improve their ability to meet the educational needs of their 3,600-plus students. Their focus is on those services that can most efficiently be provided on a regional cooperative basis rather than through the efforts of individual school districts. Shay Michelson is the superintendent for the Jefferson County Education Service District, or JCESD. Yeah, so this is my second year in that role, and uh, I've been uh, in Central Oregon in public education for over 20 years. So started my career teaching high school in the Redmond School District and was a principal of multiple schools there and superintendent. Uh, and then I've served in the Ben Lapine School District uh, as their superintendent as well. And um, three years ago, I started doing work uh, related to the Student Success Act that had passed in 2009 legislative session for the High Desert Education Service District and still do that work. Um, and um, two years ago when an opportunity came to um, serve as Jefferson County ESD superintendent, uh, I was thrilled to put my name in and have the opportunity to serve. You know, Jefferson County Education Service District obviously serves uh, 509J as one of its component school districts, but it's an entity that also serves three others, so Black Butte School District, Culver School District, uh, and the Ashwood School District. And so I have had a lot of learning uh, in those four communities. Those four communities are very unique uh, and different. Uh, specifically with 509J, uh, I've been blown away at the quality of their instruction and their focus um, as a collective group of educators to improve their craft. Um, and so I've been a part of, again, Redmond School District, uh, Ben Lapine School District, uh, and amazing teachers doing amazing work in all those places. But I've really been impressed by the kind of the collective uh, approach as a team of teachers in 509J buildings uh, to improve their craft, which I think is the foundational uh, you know, approach to a great school system. So specifically with 509J, uh, that's been a, an amazing impression I've had in the year and a half that I've been able to be a part of helping to serve them from this role at the ESD. And, and again, Ashwood has, you know, um, seven to 10 students and Black Butte has 30 students and, and Culver's, you know, its own. And so the unique part of this position is that we come along uh, to try to help all those districts improve student outcomes. But we do it at the scale of looking at how can we you know, maybe through economies of scale be more efficient? How can we perhaps bring programs that individual districts couldn't do alone? So we work, you know, across all four districts to find areas where maybe increased expertise can be hired collectively to serve students and families well. Um, and so a lot of my work is um, talking through with those component districts and their school boards of where are needs and, and can we unify around some of those efforts and be more effective collectively? And that's the role of an education service district. The JCESD vision is to improve student outcomes with excellence, equity, and efficiency. In Oregon, this is a system that's been in place for a long time, and there's 19 education service districts across Oregon, and every one of our 197 school districts is connected with one of those. Um, so as the Jefferson County Education Service District, we serve uh, the county lines of those four component school districts, but most education service districts are cross counties and serve multiple counties, multiple school districts. And so those 19 school districts are tasked with trying to provide support in ways that can benefit each individual district by thinking collectively and specifically by state law, we're tasked to think around technology services, 
around school improvement services, around special education services, and kind of business administrative services. So by state statute, each one of those 19 ESDs works in those four areas, but each ESD works with different districts, which are, in a sense, your clients around what their needs are. So um, I think there's a joke in ESDs that there's 19 of them, and uh, each one is its own unique thing. When you met one ESD, you've met one ESD because they're all very unique um, because we try to tailor our services to the, the local school district's needs. Not all state have education service districts, and not all of them call them ESDs, uh, but the vast majority of states do. And um, I think they're one of the most um, underutilized but potential game changers in terms of providing equity across um, all schools for all kids. Um, and so, you know, uh, how they're funded is very different in different states. California has some, Washington. Um, in Oregon, how it's funded is the, the same way that tax dollars come to fund our public schools through the state school fund. Four and a half percent of that amount of that pool goes to education service districts. And so Jefferson County ESD gets our four and a half percent of our students here in Jefferson County. And we in turn are charged by state law to make sure that 90 percent of those resources are going back to serve kids in our component districts. And so every year we work with our local school districts, those four districts, what services are working, what could we do different, and that's through a local service plan that we develop annually uh, to make sure that those resources are um, meeting the local context of each of those four schools. And uh, I think it's really important when you think about ESDs, yes, we serve 509J and yes, we serve Culver, but we really serve them collectively because we're most efficient when we can find collective needs in those four districts. And so, you know, as an ESD here, we provide all the technology services for those four districts, for example, because that's a common need that um, we can do at a scale that allows their budgets um, to be more um, tailored for other purposes. Uh, we provide speech language services, school psychology services, where some increased expertise needs to be there. Um, and every district alone doesn't have to go hire those individuals to do it. We do it as an ESD in service of those four component districts. The Jefferson County Education Service District is governed by an elected seven-member board of directors. Four members are elected by zones and three members are elected at large. Two advisory members are appointed by the board and represent employment and social services. With various backgrounds, each member shares a dedication to meet the needs of the component districts with quality services and programs. Shay Michelson, the superintendent of the Jefferson County Educational Service District, or JCESD, is supported by a small staff. So our employees, um, we're, you know, we're not a huge uh, ESD when you think of all 19 of us across state. Um, we're in that smaller tier, um, but for sure not the smallest. Uh, and um, we hire school psychologists, speech language pathologists, and a lot of technology uh, service from the back end networking to the front end service um, with teachers um, and students uh, that are having technology issues. So that's really what makes up Jefferson County ESD at this point. And that makeup is driven by the needs of what we're hearing from Culver, Ashwood, Black Butte, and 509J. Michelson understands that families are likely unfamiliar with the role Jefferson County ESD plays in schools. While we are in service of students and families, our families and students um, see us not separate from their districts. Their experience is really with, their, with 509J, with Culver, Ashwood, and Black Butte. 
Um, they probably don't even know when uh, our speech language pathologist is working with them that they're from the ESD versus a district. And so, yes, districts are responsible for that education. And through this conversation and uh, yearly contract with every district, uh, they really, you know, use those resources to purchase back, again, that 90% of our services uh, to serve them. So most of our employees at Jefferson County ESD are not in the one Jefferson County ESD building in, in Madras. They're out in schools every day serving, but they'll be um, serving multiple schools and many times multiple districts as well. The Student Success Act lays out goals in support of Oregon students. In 2019, uh, Oregon legislature passed the Student Success Act, which brought additional resources to bear really early learning through early college. And it's designed to do two things, um, help students' academic achievement excel, and in doing that, make sure we're closing those historic achievement gaps that we've seen with students um, from many of our historically underserved communities. And secondly, to support students' mental and behavioral health. Um, and so the Student Success Act is a broad bill that passed and provided a series of sequences in, in terms of what it does. But uh, in short, um, money that's raised from the passage of that act, 50% of it goes directly to school districts in service of those two big goals. Uh, about 30% goes to early childhood um, programming in support of increasing those number of opportunities and access. Uh, and driving down cost and opportunity. And then 20% goes to kind of state initiatives. And those state initiatives are really broad from helping um, provide more um, nutrition services in schools to helping implement our Native American success plan at the state level or a series of other design plans. Uh, but a fraction of those dollars at that state initiative pool go to ESDs, education service districts. And our task is to come alongside our component districts and help them in their design of their plan to spend their 50%, if that makes sense. And so as an ESD, really what we do uh, in service of our districts is help provide um, opportunities for increased community engagement um, and uh, kind of the proactive front-level work for our districts to make the best strategic decisions of uh, those, use to, those resources to impact students' lives. So again, uh, as an ESD, we're just... Um, you know, we're not receiving direct dollars in service of students. Again, that's going to school districts. But our role is kind of technical assistance, capacity building with our districts. And what currently our four component districts uh, have asked us to do is step up our ability to say, hey, can you help us to listen to voices we haven't heard? Can you help bring even kind of expertise to help analyze what we hear and make meaning out of all these conversations? Um, and so that's work we're doing currently right now. And actually would happen every other year um, because our school districts every other year produce new plans related to how they spend those resources. And I think that's if, if anyone reads the Student Success Act, yes, they'll see the resources going to bear in those areas that I described. But at the heart, I mean, at the foundational aspect of the Student Success Act is a foundational principle that believes to get better outcomes both academically and social emotionally for our students um, we need to listen to families uh, and communities better than we ever have. And so um, we obviously need to get better at doing that all the time, uh, but it's a central charge of what that work is. The JCESD, or Jefferson County Education Service District, is governed by its own board of directors. Superintendent Shay Michelson explains. 
So the Jefferson County Education Service District Board, just like what we're used to in you know uh, our local school district boards, are publicly elected um, uh, positions, but they are uh, geographically based. Um, and so while they're not directly tied to a school district, they're representing the ge- geography of four component districts. And, um, and those members of the board do their very best just to make sure the voices of those communities, and especially that school district who is our client of that, uh, our needs are being met. And so we um, are a board of seven directors um, and uh, you know, privileged to work with each and every one of them. We happen to have an, an opening coming. Um, uh, uh, our Culver position or position two on our board um, that person has moved out of the area. So we currently have an open position for that seat um, and uh, really fortunate that um, we have the members of the board we do and, and looking forward to hopefully filling that seat shortly as well. Most families are not that familiar with the Education Services District. There are 19 ESDs in Oregon. And so when we mentioned there's 19 uh, Education Service Districts in Oregon, all 18 prior to Jefferson County ESD's transition, always had their own superintendent, or at least in recent history. Um, Because again, we're kind of a broker between those needs of our largest districts and our smallest districts. And and how do we come together and work to collaborate together? Jefferson County ESD, for the 50 years, it has been in existence uh, up until um, last school year, um, always had the superintendent of 509J, its largest district, local school district also serve in this capacity. And Ken Parshall was most recently both 509J superintendent and Jefferson County ESD superintendent. And I know when he decided to, to retire, he had conversations with both boards and said the res- kind of the role and responsibility of a local school district superintendent has really changed in 50 years. The role and responsibility and, and um really demand on ESD superintendents has changed in 50 years. And I know Ken just had a conversation with both of those boards saying for both entities uh, to be as effective and efficient as they need to be, there was a strong recommendation uh, to separate those. And so 509J school board did their superintendent search and hired. uh, And like you mentioned, Jefferson County Education Service District has its own board and did that whole uh, process. and, And I was fortunate to be selected in that. Across the country, the past few years have taken a toll on learning for our young students. The pandemic continues to impact now. Shay Michelson is the Jefferson County ESD superintendent. I can say right now, if I'm being honest, through the pandemic, everything has been dramatically impacted. From obviously our pre-K students, our K students, to our you know seniors that are, are leaving the system. Our educators and families, I think, did heroic work to try to keep learning occurring for students. But there's been a big impact on that. And so um, all of us in public education, I would say all of us in our communities, um, I think it's really important to recognize that while certain parts of life seems to be moving forward, um, we need to recognize the impact that our kids that we're seeing in our schools and are about to see in our schools in terms of coming in our kindergarten. Uh, We need to think differently about what we do as the adults in the system to make sure we're helping them accelerate their learning um, like we always do, but but really, um, it's at a scale, I think, because of the pandemic that we need to be really aware of. And so any sort of uh, measurement that you'd see across um, the state of Oregon, if I'm talking real broadly, uh, we've made great trajectory in improving those for the last few decades, and we had a big hit over the last two years when you look at those outcomes. 
The pandemic showed how unprepared our school systems were to quickly adopt technology as an option for education. Michelson says that the technology aspects of the Educational Services District were put in motion. David Hicks, who leads the technology services for uh, Jefferson County ESD, as well as 519J, which really means you know all those component districts, he and his team um, really did heroic work. I mean, it is hard to change systems uh, quickly, and we went from being a pretty um, in-person-centered uh, system to all of a sudden one that we're trying to connect with every student regardless of where they are, where they have internet access, uh, and um, hats off to the amazing work they did. Uh, but it also exposed many, many barriers that we need to continue to keep working on. Uh, and ultimately, I think you know technology um, can be an amplification of great education, but it's not the heart. The heart of education is our great teachers and trying to support them to do that work. Yes, it can occur over technology, but um, and always will and continue to. But I think um, what we're seeing with the opportunity of more and more students to be back, obviously, in person uh, with teachers, uh, it's not only the academic improvements, but it's those broader aspects of a kind of well-roundedness uh, and, um, you know, the heart. Locally at the outset of the pandemic, there was recognition of the critical importance for teachers and school staff to stay connected to their students and families. Yeah, well, I think, you know, anyone who's uh, been an educator and done it for a while knows that relationships are the foundation for the academic success we want for our, our kids. Um, and um, our teachers did a great job continuing to build those relationships in very trying times. And ultimately, uh, we had great, you know, learning still occurring, but we have to recognize what that, you know, uh, pandemic impact is on our kids. Uh, and uh, I know our school districts are working on that, and, and we'll imagine our services as an education service district will evolve and change uh, to meet what needs we're hearing from our component yeah. district partners. There's the science in the work we do to help in public education. I mean, there's real strategic things that we know research shows makes a difference for kids, but there's also an, an art in this. And at the end of the day, uh, what I've learned is each student, each family is very unique, and kind of this model of how do we have systems in place that um, serve all kids well, but always be a nimble enough system that we can be one size fits one. And, and what does this student need right now? Uh, and um, that's at the heart of uh, what we're trying to be about. Shay Michelson, the Jefferson County ESD Superintendent. I'm Sue Matters for the Warm Springs Program on 91.9 FM, KWSO.